Welcome to the Hospitality Maverick podcast with me, Michael Tinkser. We at Hospitality Mavericks are here to inspire leaders to create heart-centered and profitable businesses from the inside out, the kind that both employees and customers love and support. Thanks to BizSimply for sponsoring this episode as our show partner. And BizSimply is the all-in-one HR, workforce management, road and operations software designed and built by hospitality experts to make every shift run like clockwork. And we join forces to help the industry to find new ways to become even more innovative in how we lead our people, how we operate, to how we grow our businesses, to how we serve our customers. Together, we want to share strategies and tools that can make the industry thrive long-term, not just survive. I believe that we need to ask more questions. We need to ask for help. We need to find the things that we're looking for so that we can engage better with those things, right? And we can learn them at our own pace and we can learn them when we need them. So that this needs to be this kind of spontaneous and continuous way of learning. This is John Mason. He's the founder of Sideways. Sideways is a new hospitality learning and knowledge sharing platform that helps teams to get better every day. It was great to have John on the show, finally, I would say. He's not only a great business partner, but also an amazing human being. As you will find out, his business is created with the deep purpose of trying to make learning better and easier for everyone. We dive into John's story and why he built Sideways and how John Ackley, early in his career and life, struggled with the traditional ways of learning. We also talk about the importance of learning and unlearning on all levels of an organization in an ever-changing world. John shares with us the most important skill you need to practice and improve every day. You need to be better at learning how to ask for help. Before you tune in, please sign up for our weekly newsletter, Maverick Talk via hospitalitymavericks.com and here you also find much more insights into what Maverick leaders know and do and you will never miss an episode. If you believe that making yourself and others better is the key to success, this conversation is for you. Over to John. Today we are in the studio with John Mason from sideways because John and I have a, a shared passion. We we love to learn, evolve, become better at things little by little, seek mastery over time. And we thought there was no better time in the world to move so fast now to start talking about how can we actually, you know, learn stuff that, you know, faster and in a better way and in a more engaging way. And we thought we want to share some of those thoughts with you and we'll try to do that in this episode and, and, and more to comes. But because we know and what we have heard for people is that what you knew yesterday is might redundant uh, today or tomorrow. So with that said, uh, I think we should uh, introduce, you know, John from Sideways because I think it's very important to understand John's story and how he actually came to launching Sideways and the problems he is solving. So welcome to the show. John. Thanks, Michael. Yeah, no, as you say, I've been looking forward to having a chat. I've listened to your podcasts uh, regularly and I really enjoy the, the people you have on them and the subjects. So it's nice to have a turn. Um, so, yeah, Sideways uh, is a social learning platform or a more of a knowledge 
learning platform, so or knowledge sharing platform. The idea is around um, the knowledge is everywhere at work, right? And it's in everybody. And what we're what we're not very good at, and wh- what I think is learning, the learning at work is quite broken, right? So it's this kind of top down approach to learning put into these um, average or worse uh, platforms and or systems, learning management systems, you might call them out there, and the content is all derived by a top-down approach, right? So we want you to know this and we expect you to understand what this is and this is how you do things. But for me, the real gold is in people. The real learning is what people, um, how they share learning between each other. So sideways is an expression of that in terms of we reach out to people to ask them how to do things. We follow them around when we're in hospitality. We tap them on the shoulder all the time to do things or we shadow them and it's part of our training. But then that's it, right? And then we have those moments together. They might be on shift, they might not be on shift, but how do we how do we learn from each other and then how do we um, uh, get that out and share it with wider? So uh, the idea is that we could we could learn new things through people and we can um, we can create that content together and we can bank it in a platform and we can share it wider with everybody. So we're about this kind of idea of sharing knowledge wider through uh, a digital platform that's easy to use, that's instantly recognizable, that people will understand and that they can um, enjoy using. So that creates engagement, that creates this kind of um, ability for them to do things and show off what they're good at and, you know, we can find experts in the business and share what they know and share it widely with everybody in the business. And, and you've been on a journey, John, because I think that's really interesting for people listening. You, know, you you didn't come up with this, like, this is a great idea. Now I need to go and create something and, and sell this. You, you've been on a journey your life where you now ended a cyber. Can you just like in the big milestone of that journey, tell you what, what really make the different pivots and then ended out being the site where you, yeah, so probably starting at school. I didn't really do well at school. I wasn't engaged. I didn't really get what it was all about. Um, you know, the and I think schools school learning's broken. I think a lot of us would agree with that. Not everyone, but you know, the curriculum's the same. And you know, I heard a lady say the other day in a podcast I was listening to, she learned how to dissect the frog, but we're not teaching kids how to uh, bank money, save money. You know, what look at P and L and understand what you know, a mortgage is all about or, you know, how to borrow properly and the right way or how to save better so that maybe you don't have to borrow so much money. And, you know, when you come at it from that point of view, you know, we're not doing the right things. We're not teaching people the right things when the content isn't great, the engagement isn't there. And it's it's okay for the people that want to carry on and go to university and, um you know, study the things they need to study to become doctors, lawyers, and, and you know, all the other things out there we, what you need to have a degree for. But what, where is that for everybody else, right? And I certainly wasn't one of those people. Um, I, I struggled with it. And, you know, at times you just wondered whether you're a bit stupid or a bit thick. But, but it wasn't really that. It was that I, the, what, the content wasn't there for me to engage with, right? So if we fast forward that and we get into, into work. So we have to go and get a job. We have to start somewhere and whatever that job looks like, it could be hospitality or retail or manufacturing or in a warehouse. And for me, it was in a warehouse. So I had to learn things and get shouted at a lot and, you know, wake up and actually be be present at work and do things. 
And I learned a lot by asking questions, right? So I thought, well, how do I break out of this cycle? So how do I get it on to be the next, you know, on the next rung on the ladder in terms of, um, you know, getting a better job or whatever that might, might look like or better pay or bit more responsibilities or those sorts of things. And you only really get that if you ask questions, right? You only get that if someone's prepared to help you. So again, that kind of leads. And so that, if you think about that of being asking that, you know, I'll get to that in a minute with sideways, but I believe that, we need to ask more questions. We need to ask for help. We need to find the things that we're looking for so that we can engage better with those things, right? And we can learn them at our own pace and we can learn them when we need them. So that this needs to be this kind of spontaneous and continuous way of learning. Uh, and then I got into technology and I, at an, at an early age when tech was really a, not really a thing. And, you know, I, I went through that and learnt uh, through um you know, developing many, many products and launching those into the market, working with customers, working in hospitality. We built mobile apps and ordering apps before um, it was really even a thing. We're going back 10, 15 years now, when now it's everywhere, right? The explosion of, Q, um, you know, uh, QR codes and that sort of thing just taking over. Built a, a, a video learning um platform called Vidlios, which was this kind of um, where video meets learning because people like to be shown how to do things. So video is this kind of, was this format where we could teach people how to do stuff um, in this more visual way, right? Which really went down well and and people um, understood it. They loved the proposition. Our first clients were guys like Wagamama. Um, and we went in and did um, hundreds of videos on everything from service systems, um, menu, you know, working with their wonderful chefs and, and showing people what good looks like, driving consistency, productivity, all of those things. And, and we smashed it. And they're still doing that with us. So we've still got an arm of this production uh, team that goes out and does those sorts of things. But sideways is this new expression, if you look at it that way, which is why don't we get people doing that themselves? So what we've all got um, cameras in our phones. We can all take quick videos they don't need to be perfect this camera liked actions for things that you need a high kind of um production values on but everything else needs to be authentic it needs to be real it needs to be spontaneous it needs to be in that moment capturing that thing that someone does really well and if we do that and we ask the right questions and we ask someone to show you how to do something normally we do that over and over again until we get it right but what if we just took a uh, quick video of that banked it in the platform, shared it with everyone. It's there for everyone else. And we, we've got this term called um, help one, help many, right? And the whole idea around that is if someone else thought they needed help enough to ask a question around something, then it's going to help other people. And if we all do that and we build time into our day to do it and companies realize this bottom-up thing is real and that the other way is quite broken, as I said before, then we can just give people permission to A, ask for help, B, start filming these things themselves or writing the answer or, you know, using imagery or whatever it is, any media format to just get that out into the world so we can help each other. And if we do that, we can we can carry on that. You know, it's inclusive. We're getting everyone involved. It's not just one person helping everyone. It's everyone can help everyone. And, you know, we can be more spontaneous with that learning and we can solve things in seconds. And, you know, that's where we are now with the platform and sideways, but there's just been this massive journey to get there, right? And there's a big education process coming along behind it because we have to help brands, help 
businesses understand this and you know set them up with the right playbooks and tools to be able to start and pick it up and run with it. And we're learning that right now. We've got some amazing brands that have come on board, you know, the early adopters, if you like, that are, are, are getting involved. And it's really exciting because it's just everything that's been in my head for 20 years coming out. And, and it's just been realized in this platform and this way of using the platform. And I think it's very, very interesting and staying at the, the, the philosophy level around learning where you talk about, it's, you know, learning is broken. And I guess you're touching on there is that the way we have worked as a society and business organization where we've been very top-down driven, the Christmas tree approach where all power and knowledge is in the top of the pyramid. But now lots of companies has come to the conclusion that actually, you know, there's a lot of knowledge we haven't really leveraged, you know, knowledge insight, wisdom, all the way down to the uh, frontline employees. We talk hospitality and so on. And actually now you're trying to, to change that view both as an organization, but learning is one of the areas where we really try to control the outcomes because we want to train people in this and we want this specific outcomes and thereby we lose a lot of knowledge. And I think that's one of the things you said to me when we talked the other time. How does that really happening reality? Because that's a big shift, you know. It's one way of looking at the world to a new way of looking at the world. So to radically, yeah, that's, that gets sense. But how do we actually do that transformation? So, yeah, it's a good question. But I think, as I said before, we're building playbooks now to help everybody. So help the learners first. We believe in putting the learners first in everything that we do. So how do they like to learn, right? So they like to learn in their private lives by going on YouTube and finding what it is that they uh, they're looking for, right? And then they can copy that and they can crack on and do things. But in our workplace, we can't do that because the knowledge is in silos. It's everywhere. It's in someone's head. It's in a. It's in a document. It's in a. It's in a Google um, class, whatever the hell that thing's called. It's. It's. They're everywhere. They're in Microsoft products, Google products, wherever. Right. Um, we're Google Workplace, I think, is what I was trying to say. But what we're trying to do is say no. What so what we think people will want to do is. First of all, we bank the knowledge. So that in our platform, there's four or five things that become really paramount to the whole thing, which is first you bank everything, right? So go find every, all the knowledge that exists already. So all the things I just mentioned, all the different media formats of what you've got, right? And, it, and you know, that's compliance, it's, um, it's service, it's, um, you know, spec sheets, it's all those things. Put them in there, clearly identify what they are so we can search for them when we need them. And then you can surface those into courses later or what have you. But we, so then people can go in and look for the thing that they need, right? So I'm looking for this spec sheet on this this um, this menu item here because I need to know how to, how to make it. I've forgotten one of the ingredients and I found it in seconds, off I go, right? I can do it on my phone, I can do it in real time. It's quick and easy to find what I'm looking for. If I can't find what I'm looking for, we believe people need to be able to ask for it. So maybe not for that thing because it's it's there anyway and we can find that. But if I can't find the piece of knowledge I'm looking for, the exact thing, I can ask others for it. So we've built this ask feature into the platform which lets us ask for the things that we need. So that's this whole idea of this kind of continuous learning, which is there's things in there straight away. There's things that we need that we can't find, then I can ask them and then they get banked and we can just continue that until the knowledge um, bank gets filled up and or we can find things that we need to to plug those gaps, right? So in terms of the playbook, I think, yes, for most companies, it sounds a bit daunting, but it really isn't because what you need to do is bank the things that you've got. Mm -hmm. Go find the experts for the things that you do really well that you wished everyone knew 
and that could be around, uh, you know, the the chefs making the products, the service people getting the stuff out there. Delivery is a big thing now. Who who's doing that well? How do we improve that system training? Do our people know how to use the systems and get the most out of it? Find the experts in all of those things, and you know, there's it doesn't just stop there. There's hundreds of them. Film them or talk to them and distill it back down into whatever media format you want and put it in the platform and let that become the new knowledge, right? Because you've said to me in the past too, this knowledge moves on at such a rapid pace. And when you're at McDonald's, you try to do, you know, things a year out. And by the time you're ready with that and you've got the playbook ready for that, it's moved on. Mm. The things are done differently. You know, the some of the ingredients might have changed. You know, it's simple things like that, right? So we need to pick up these things really fast. We need to bank them. We need to ask for help. Uh, and then we need to be able to surface them into structured learning if we need to. So we've got courses that you can do in there. They can be your courses. They can be third-party courses, that sort of thing. And we can let, let the learning, you know, be more familiar around that type of thing, but give people permission to ask for help. Let your experts share what they need and help and get that as wide as possible. So it it is a lot easier than it sounds. And we do have, you know, examples of clients that are starting to do it and, and it's working, you know, incredibly well for them. So in principle, learning is always an interesting thing because in principle, as we talked about, you want to control the learning as an organization. You said you can already put in what you already have, but often that's, I, in my view, is like 10% of what people need to do to do a job well. And then there's all the the unsaid or you know, the knowledge they discover each of them and that, that disappears because it's never ever been banked. And that's what you're saying now by asking, you might could find that way of dealing with this coffee machine or this difficult situation with a supplier or whatever it is. There will be somebody in the business that's tried that before and they can ask about that and solve that issue very quickly by knowledge sharing. One of the things I was thinking about, you know, you can see why this is important for the company because you, you leverage all this knowledge that's not there and you can actually, you know, get the best out of people and make them better. And hopefully that makes them feel they're part of something bigger than just a job. But what was really, have you learned when you take this approach more bottom up that is important for the employees here? Why, what are they saying? What are they experience with it? Because again, for them, it's also a shift because they're normally told what to do and what's expected for them. And here's the knowledge you need to yeah. do this job well. I, I, so if we're talking about employees, we're talking about team members, right? And if we're talking about team members, we're talking about learners. So when they first get there, they need to learn certain things. Um, and that's normally through inducting them well and you're hopefully well, um, giving them good systems to learn things, getting them set up to do their compliance training and all that sort of thing. But then it kind of falls down after that, right? Because we're all busy and we don't have the resources and some companies have, you know, big L&D teams or teams that can help and some um, clients don't and or customers don't or they don't have the budgets for it but they don't need a big budget if you're helping each other right so it, it really comes down to this fundamental thing of asking if you can't find what you're looking for then ask someone and whilst you're doing that and in that process bank whatever that information is even if it's via text so that we can use that for everybody right that that you know help one help many thing comes alive again so everything i've done in my whole life has been around asking questions but in the workplace we cannot you know it's kind of taboo it's like i put my hand up to say oh, i don't really understand but like at school right we go back to that and you just don't feel like you can right you just don't know whether people will judge you or they'll think that you're a bit silly or stupid or whatever 
But that's wrong because we'd rather people get it right. We'd rather people that ask the questions fully understand what it is that they need to do or how to do this, um, make this this uh, this dish better or my service, can I say this or whatever it might be, right? There's a million things that we can do. And sometimes in our businesses, what we're seeing is these people leave. So our best people leave. That's just the fact, right? After time, they leave, they go on. And if you haven't banked what they do well, and if people haven't asked them to share it and you're not capturing that and creating that content and banking it somewhere, then you've missed this massive opportunity to help the next wave of people that are joining the business. So I honestly believe that we can, just by making those subtle changes, by finding experts and banking their knowledge, sharing what they do so well with such passion and such drive and commitment to your business. Uh, and then if once we've banked those, we'd go looking for the other things by letting people ask for them. We just solve everything and it can solve everything in weeks, months or years, depending on how fast you roll it out, right? And I, you know, what we're seeing now with the way people are uploading things and sharing knowledge in a day, they can capture their whole menu on a smartphone or their drinks menu, or cocktails, or whatever it might be. And if we get that happening, that's knowledge. It's happening, and it's being shared, and it's being used straight away, right? And the engagement, actually, this is really important. The engagement around that content is eight times more viewed than if it was a top-down approach. Here is how to make this cocktail. Mm. Some boring, random thing, a document, or a spec sheet, or whatever it is, versus the dude who, or sorry, lady who is a cocktail genius sharing it in a minute via the camera on a smartphone in a video, right? It's so, so simple and yet it's not being done and we just want to change it. We want to make it real. We want to make it easy for everybody to do it. And I guess also that employee feels very valuable because they are allowed to do that and they learn because there's one thing you do when you start, if you want to go deep on any subject, we talked about something I had to write because I had to prepare something. I, I knew a lot about it, but just sitting down writing and going deep on it because now I had to explain it to somebody else makes me better because when you learn other people about it makes me better and I feel better and then I can see people doing things and it's like, you know, you get confirmed that you are valuable, you add to the, the the organization. Yeah, and, and young people love that, right? They're sharers, right? They've grown up. So the Z, Generation Z is, is basically the biggest uh, populace in any organization now across every industry, there or thereabouts, certainly in hospitality, retail, and all of the ones that we are closely associated with. So they have been sharing things since they were born. <laughs> you know, they have been using technology since they were three and now sharing stuff for them is just second nature right so and also the other thing is if you ask people they'll help it's just a matter of you know doing it the right way coming up with a way of asking someone so it's not you know in their face it's more like hey you're amazing can you show me how to do it yeah sure i can show you when i grew up people didn't show you because they didn't want you to get ahead of them mm -hmm. right um you know i'm old now but you know when i was growing up people went nah you know, that's why I earn the money sort of thing. Whereas now it's like, no, I'll show you. And yes, they feel rewarded for one, being asked. Two, that they could share their knowledge and show what they're good at. And it just, there's a win-win right there, right? And yet we're not doing that. And yet we have all the tools at our disposal to do it. So it's really exciting that we're on that journey with these young people. We're going into the businesses and helping them 
get it out of them, you know, extract it if you like out of these guys so that we can we can share it wider and you really simply just have to ask them. And they, they're like, yeah, 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 I'll do it. Yeah, cool. Let, where, what do you want me to do? When can I do it sort of thing? So I just find that just so satisfying that there's this willingness for that to happen. And all you need to do, as I said before, is ask. And I know that themes come up so much, but it's truly what I believe in terms of how simple it is to get it started. There was two things I was thinking about, as you say, that it was like a study done in the US of, I think he went and in principle, he started out just going out and asking people in retail about their job and what makes them to perform and why they would, you know, stay or leave a company. And it was like two things that came out of that. One of them was that I want to be involved and I want to become a better person. So I want to achieve mastery and I don't want a boss, I want a mentor. I want to be in an environment where I continue to learn and where I can be part of it. So it, it takes all the, the boxes you just said there. And I think one of the things I was thinking about, maybe one of the biggest blocker as we were preparing for this conversation is that how much we actually want to control that content as organization and leaders because we have been trained in another paradigm. Because mm-hmm. like myself, I was trained in a top-down paradigm that you know there's one source of the truth and it needs to look in a specific way and branded and all that. So what have you learning been with that when you start to give that freedom to, to operate where people take their phone or record some audio and then upload it? How, how, do, you, how do you get comfortable with that? Yeah, I, that's a really good point. And there are um, people, brands and um, clients and uh, businesses out there that feel they can't quite let go, but I honestly think that you know you can't do it half-assed. You can't do it like we'll give them the keys and then oh no, no we'll take them away from them. You know, it's not a driving lesson. You either commit to it or you don't, right? So, and that's how we win our customers because when you talk like that to them, say, do you want to do this? Do you want to plug your knowledge gaps? Do you want to share knowledge? Do you want to find your experts and share this information wider across the whole business and see who knows it? You know, and and they look at you and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go, well, you've got to let go. You've got to give people the chance to do things and maybe get the odd thing wrong here and there. And we can fix that. But if we get it right in terms of what they're sharing and how often they're sharing and how they're helping each other, and this just becomes the the new way of doing things, then, you know, we can turn things around really quickly. We can turn organizations into better learning cultures. Uh, and and there's a few things we can do around that. There's We do have some tools in the platform which will let you, you know, have a check out the content before it goes up. But I hate that. We built it because someone wanted it. But really, you need to embrace this. You need to let go. You need to let people do what they do and help where they can help. And because they're doing it, because they've been asked for it, because it's important to them, because their profile and avatar is attached to it, they do it really well. You know, I think ninety in the high, in the mid to high nineties percent of the time, it's done properly. There might be the the smallest fraction that isn't, but it's still better than not having anything, mm. right? <laughs> I can still find something that's going to help me out. So yeah, it, it's about letting go, and it's about giving people permission to do and help uh, and share what they know, <coughs> excuse me, what they know. But I guess also it's coming back to any any great business, which we sometimes, I mean, this search of uh, everything has to look perfect, but we all know it's not perfect underneath, is that there's 20% that gives 80%. And that's how we everything good starts. You know, you get that and then you can refine it, you can polish it. 
after that because what you can do but also what you find is the i guess the i wouldn't call it talent but maybe the people that have some knowledge that you are not aware about that other people want because as you said you get surprised about what people really engage with eight times more then you can actually go to them and we did a little project where we actually went out and engaged the people and how they can talk about the values of a business and it's an absolutely incredible how they saw it and i know one of the founders said to me i didn't even know they got that out of that value so that's powerful stuff yeah i th- i see that as the businesses don't know what they don't know and that means two things one is they don't know what their people know and the other is they don't know who knows what and so what we're trying to also do is say let your people share but also let's look at, if there's some amazing things here that have solved things that are seasonal or things that are happening re- right now that we need to focus on or, you know, there's someone selling something tr- extremely well in a in one of your um, locations. Let's go and have a chat to that person and say, what are you doing? How do we share this with everybody? And then share it really quickly, right? And then make sure, because we can track who's viewed it or who's looked at it across the business. So if 50% of our people, if I'm a business owner, and, I, and I've seen this amazing piece of content, which has created huge uplift in sales or, or fixed productivity issues or whatever it might be. I want everyone to know that. So show me who knows it and tell me a business that can do that right now. They can't, right? It's like they're so worried about everything else or they're doing things differently. And this, this kind of metric doesn't exist, but we can tell you right now who's viewed it. So we can say, and if that, and after that, if it's 50%, 70%, we say, share it to the other 30 right now. And we can do that in seconds. And that's so, so important to a business today that agile and you know having to move really quickly. And now we're working remotely and our locations are all over the place. We can't be everywhere. We need that to go from that location to that location to solve those problems or shift the sales, increase the sales, increase productivity or whatever it might be, whatever the benefits are from that, whatever that material or content is. And we need to do that right now. And my question to companies is, can you do that? And that's also very interesting because um, I advise a lot of founders, business owners, how they you know scale that invisible magic of culture. And actually, it's a lot about how you actually document your learnings because culture is your learnings, your beliefs and your behaviors equals culture. So actually here again, it's, it will support something else because like often you try to put training in and build training to support your culture. But here you can actually scale that process because that's actually why P- companies fail because suddenly they're not displaying the right beliefs and behaviors and therefore not the right culture. And therefore it goes wrong and you need to scale back or you need to close something. And, you know, you everything goes wrong and you have a, you know, bad, you know, toxic culture suddenly because you were not able to share what good looks like very quickly. One of the things I was thinking, that's probably people are thinking the same as well, that who's doing this well? Like, because this is quite a new way of doing learning. So we are, we're aware of that. There's a, there's a transformation happening. There's a paradigm shift happening. And that's what you said as well. It's early days still, because we still need to accept that we are going from all knowledge is in the top of the organization, one source of the truth, and so now involve everyone in the organization. But who is, who is on that journey? Yeah, it's really, I, I, it's hard you know, just point, pinpointing one or two, but, you know, recently what we've done with um, Pizza Pilgrims around, um, they've just launched Sideways and, and I've worked closely with their L&D team um, and they have, you know, you and I have worked with them, as you said before, on the podcast to 
internalize their messaging around you know their culture and how they started and all the rest of it and um and getting them to share their values and what it means to their people which is amazing so we're they're going to listen to themselves talking about themselves which is really important because the engagement comes from that right it doesn't necessarily always come from you know the um the founders even though their founders are amazing guys and they've got amazing stories and we're getting that out of them too but they're also quickly doing things like working with um Leanne and Shaw there, where Shaw has just gone and done his all his videos on the uh, cocktails in you know a couple of hours, which would normally take you forever to write the spec sheets, to build a book, and you know deliver that training and you know get it out to the masses in, in a clunky kind of just we've just done it that way. Now they've got you know um, ten or fifteen videos on each one of those drinks that lasts for like a, a minute each. And people are diving into that. And off the back of that, they've got people sharing the history of those drinks in the platform as well as this kind of third-party knowledge that's coming in, which you can do also. So that's one example of an hour's work or a couple of hours' work that is going out there to the to everybody that's shifting the needle in terms of, you know, driving consistency and, you know, getting people to to. Uh, do the drink the right way and you know the reasons why we do it that type of thing and they're getting delivered across the estate the, the exact same way and over time that you'll see the things pick up you'll see more sales because the drinks were the same and they were um you know everywhere you went they were the same or the pizzas were the same or whatever that looks like so we've come got ideas in terms of how do we turn that on um, with the rest of the business and how do we we're, we're building ambassadors that are going out to each and every um, location to film the best people doing what they know so they all know someone that does something very very well and we're going to start sharing it that way so we're driving this uh, continuous learning and spontaneous learning through the business by finding these people together to share it but that's not us as a company going and doing it, that's them doing it based on us having a conversation about how do we do this. So it's really simple to just identify where the people are that can do great things and go and film them or talk to them or, or, or get out the content however you want to, you know, with those people and doing it within, you know, hours. And that's just changed the way we can learn, you know, in that rapid pace and agile way of learning. What I can hear you saying as well, John, is that, you know, the people has the right intent also acknowledge that they need to put some kind of framework out there to make this transition happen and make people feel comfortable about this shift in a way of learning that, you know, you talked about the podcast we did where there was like a framework, invite the, the staff in. And then when they've done it, they found, oh, this is quite cool. I want to do this again. They get, you know, high in, in a very positive way about that. And the same if going out doing those cocktails and you see the power of that. And I love that. Then they go on talking about the story because I did conversation the other day with somebody that, that sells cheese. And uh, there was this uh, one staff member that wanted to go and become a cheesemaker. It's not really the skill he needed, but they're selling cheese. So it gave good sense. And then he said, you can do that if you come back and train the others in the, the five main things you learn. So he got huge value out of that and actually got some learning content about the original of the cheese and the story. Because like when you go and, go and buy a product anywhere and you can just feel that this person is deep in the product, an expert, and they really love it, you're probably going to buy it. So Yeah, uh, all of that. And, and that only becomes real when you can learn from the experts, right? Yeah. 
And we can all learn from the experts. All we need to do is ask them. So it goes back to the ask thing. So, yeah, I, I think in summary from me, you know, what we're trying to do is is build this permission-based new way of learning, this bottom-up approach to learning that enables your people to help each other. And if we can do that and we're successful at that, um, it'll take a lot of heat off, you know, the the recognised people in the business to do everything. They can focus on the things that need to be better, you know, versus everything. And we can put the onus on everyone to help each other learn new things. And, and we can do that at pace. And that's really exciting. So I, I, you know, that's what I believe. That's why I think the school system needs to be a bit more like. That's definitely what workplace learning needs to be like. And it's almost this way of communitizing learning through ourselves, right? And if we help each other to learn, and I asked a lot of questions, I'll go back to that, and I got a lot of help, probably from one out of 10 people helped me back in the day. But if you look at now, I guarantee you it'll be nine out of 10. And there might be one person that's a bit meh about it because it's not their thing. But nine out of 10 people will help you if you ask. That's that's what I want to see happen out there and sharing that knowledge across the business as widely as possible. And that's super interesting coming back to how do you actually build, you know, a great tribe, coming back to cultures. One of the things I learned by studying that is that, you know, these tribes, the American tribes, the Indians from very early on, the, how they develop a very strong and balanced community was because they shared knowledge and insights over the, the fire with each other. It goes back to that and they were very open and transparent and there was the job of the more wiser people and transfer that knowledge down to generations so they could have a better life than they had. And that was the whole idea about that. But in the end, Head John, it'd be very great to hear what what, what is your like top advice on, on learning right here. I'm listening to this. Um, I want to go and do something about my learning. What, what, what should I do? What would your top advice be? And um, well, it goes back to something that one of my bosses said to me on my first ever job. Uh, and he said to me that don't die wondering. Mm-hmm. And that's just stayed with me my whole life, which is if there's something I need to know, if even this podcast today, I, our good friend uh, Joss here helped us out because I rang him at nine o'clock this morning and said, "Hey, mate, can you help us with uh, the, your studio? We're stuck. We you know, we've been let down." And it's about just having that sort of gumption to pick up the phone and ask in a nice, polite manner, um, and you'll be surprised what happens, right? So if you look at that at learning, it's just asking someone to help you, and if you deliver the question in the right way. And you give them an out. So you look, I know you might be busy or it might be booked or, or whatever it is. Then we can actually, you know, we can actually get a lot of stuff done and we can get a lot of favors and we can get help, right? And help is the key to everything. So, you know, I feel great. Joss has helped us do this podcast today. He feels great because he was able to help us. But if he couldn't have helped us, he would have just said, look, I'm really sorry, I can't. Right? And what have we lost? So for me, it's, yeah, don't die wondering. Great. That's a really great advice, John. Uh, yeah, we will continue the journey of uh, trying to help people make this shift from the traditional kind of way of learning to the new way of learning, which is more like the bottom up and the, the involvement. So uh, stay tuned. We'll, we'll try to bring more. I look forward to that. I really appreciate that you're listening in. So if you enjoyed today's conversation, please share with others, rate or give a review or subscribe to one of our channels which all can be done via the website hospitalitymavericks.com. 
I believe that reading the right books is the key to become a better leader. So I've helped you with a curated list of some of the best books to improve yourself, others and the organization. Find them on hospitalitymavericks.com. A big thank you to Biz Simply for supporting us, bringing great insights, strategies and tools to help leaders to become better every day. Check them out at bizsimply.com or on their socials at bitsimply or bitsimplyhq. You can also email them directly at podcast at bitsimply.com. Thank you to Fina Charlson, who is the show producer from the Podcast Collective. If you have any ideas and feedback for the show or other thoughts, reach out to me via LinkedIn or via my email, michael at hospitalitymavericks.com. I'm Michael Tinkser, and you've been listening to the Hospitality Maverick Podcast Show. Be Maverick.